Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And this is episode 48. Start up with a little shout out. I want to shout out white people who just still don't fucking get it. Because you guys are pure comedic fucking gold, man. That shit's amazing. I was watching this video uh, online of these two white guys in London. One of them is shouting white lives matter. And the (laughs) other one is shouting all lives matter back at each other. And I'm just like, Uh, both of you niggas aren't getting it. Like, neither of you niggas. All lives matter on one side and white lives matter on the other side. And I'm like, nigga, you both sound racist. What is going on right now? Do I want to see you both, like, get a a double KO in this shit right now? Because that would be the most gratifying thing is to watch them both give them the KO. (laughs) And they both just fall out. But, yo, shout out to y'all niggas. Y'all are retarded. But, um, yeah, well, I don't want to conflate racist people with retards. Like, that's not appropriate. Um... (laughs) Y'all are defective in many, many ways. Yes, that's what I meant to say. But yeah, uh, so uh, we'll go ahead and we'll move right into our RIP section. Um, These first two are really rough because these were old school style lynchings, strange fruit style, hanging from a tree. Um, RIP to Robert Fuller of Palmdale, California, and uh, RIP uh, to Malcolm Marsh. And from Victorville, California. Um, I hope that we can we can move towards a place of justice because I would love to stop doing this segment, but I'm not gonna because we keep we need to keep their names in our minds because it's just too many too many people in this society are, are willing to let it pass without actually paying any kind of homage or even thinking twice about the lives that are taken needlessly. Like these aren't lives lost in conflict or anything. This is just one man's desire to oppress another and terrorize a community. And so, um, yeah, RIP to those gentlemen. Um, also RIP to Derek Scott of Oklahoma. He was, uh, he was, I believe murdered as well by police. Um, there's also been more recently, uh, the gentleman in, in Atlanta. Yeah. What was his name? Um, oh, I just saw it right here. Um, let's see here. Damn, I just had that in a second ago. Oh, yeah. Um, Richard Brooks. Richard Brooks. Richard Brooks, yes. Yeah, Richard Brooks. Um, RIP to that man. Condolences to all of the families involved. Hopefully, we can move forward past this with a, a meaningful change in, in the systems that reproduce the terror in our communities. But, um, yeah. All righty. Let's move on into episode 48. You've been watching anything as a recent? Yeah. So I said, I've been watching a bunch of shit. Yeah, I actually happened to catch a lot of stuff between the last time we... Um, well, not a lot, but I caught a couple of things. Um, okay. Saw the, I don't know if you ever saw this old movie from 2011 called Priest, starring by Paul Bettany and... um, Oh, is it based uh, off of the uh, graphic novel, Priest? I believe so, yeah, yeah. I did not watch it because the graphic novel is amazing and I did not want to sell it. It didn't look (laughs) like it was going to be a good adaptation, so I just decided to opt out of that one. Uh, I didn't read the graphic novel and I loved the movie. I'm actually, I guess that might be the one. I enjoyed the movie. Okay. I thought that shit was dope. So I mean, that's um, the most I could ask for is a good standalone movie. So yeah, absent like, of the source material, if it's good, I'll give it a check. 
Like I'm, I'm a big fan of Paul Bettany. Even um, Carl Urban plays the the main villain mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. one, and I'm a big fan of Carl Urban too. And <laughs> I think I probably understand why it didn't get a sequel. It's because it was right around 2012, where we're in the like height of the dark vampire craze of like mm-hmm. um, underworld yep, exactly and stuff when it was. like that. Yes, sir. So I I, I can see, <clears throat> and they were doing the whole like we have to talk really low every time. Everything I say is like this always. Yeah, that was one of the things that I caught from the trailer that was not too enthralling. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the of the character voices, which is kind of important in a movie. It is absolutely. It carries the whole tone of everything, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I like that's why I didn't like the over the top Christian Bale Batman voice. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. Like it was just it was so going. over the top. I like I like the Michael Keaton Batman voice, which was which was voice. was snarky and, and deep but nonetheless not over the top i would right, say right right but um yeah i definitely like the later versions of it where they just went with a little vocoder and they just like kind of distorted his voice mm-hmm. which was you know, batman i figure in, in modern day reality probably use something like that anywho yeah it's far more effective yeah but i really like priest i definitely recommend it i'd give it like a seven and a half out of ten you know okay it's got great action the story was action awesome at some point and it's got fantastic performances all around. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed the whole thing. That's what's up. There's only a handful of like hokey CG moments, but that's only because it's dated. Okay. And yeah, but I enjoyed it. The other thing I saw was I finished up Mandalorian. And okay, yeah, that was dope. The ending of Mandalorian was really was good. Dope. It kind of yeah, plateaued for so. a little bit between episode five and episode eight, but it definitely had a had a strong finish. Absolutely, man. The Oh man, when that robot came in at the beginning, first of all, the little skit with the two stormtroopers where they're trying oh, to the shoot storm, the little yo, thing and they can't hit it, bruh, <laughs> the, it's amazing. Like John Favre oh, really God. got the flavor of that. And the, the dude like punching Yoda in the head. <laughs> what a dick! It was like, yo, can I see it? It's like, I think you punched it pretty hard, man. <laughs> but I really like that. I, I love how they tied up all the nice, everything nice and tight. You know what I'm saying? They tied up all these little bows. Uh, they they showed you they why. They set up the season two. Yeah, yeah, of course. You got to leave the bad guy out there because you, everything you write these days got to have. Had that nigga bust out the sword at the very end. Like, come on. <laughs> got to have franchise, franchise potential these days if you even hope to get season one. I mean, John Favreau, so, come on. Come of on. Course, of course. He's already proven. You know what I'm saying? John, John Favreau is, is, is the franchise man right now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I love the the they had some really dope characters. I love the character arcs of um the Gina Carano character. Yeah, as I well really, as that um, was her name. I remember. I remember when we were doing it. I was trying to remember her name. I couldn't remember it for a while. <laughs> she was dope, man. She yeah, she was cool. I enjoyed her. I thought I love the the smelter lady. Um, oh, the, that works yeah. for the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. She was so bad. She was the head of the clan. Yeah. Yo, when she melted that one stormtrooper, I was like, yo, like I felt that shit. Oh, really? bro. <laughs> yo, she destroyed those three <laughs> niggas, bro. Yo. Yeah, yeah. That that show And that, that was the crazy part of is like the combat prowess of the average Mandalorian was so high that it was like, mm, they couldn't let y'all niggas chill. Nah, nah. Y'all niggas nah, are way too so, powerful. Sure. It made sense. And it's not even just the fact that uh, how powerful and how skilled they are it's it's the it's the creed and the loyalty to each other that really makes yeah the solidarity was definitely part of their of their mm-hmm. of their strength but yeah 
Enjoyed it, man. That was really good. I enjoyed uh, when they when they all came in to back them up and they uh, yeah the, so the Mandalorians much. with the jetpacks and the heavy guns. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's me. That was hot. That was a. I gotta get me one of those. <laughs> he got him one though. And that shit was lit. Yeah, that yeah. Um, and oh, the the robot played by oh man, there's so many amazing guests. Was that I eighty eight? He was, I would think that he's an I eighty eight assassin droid, but I don't remember what his name was. Oh, I think that was they just called him by his model number. Yeah, and um, um yo, yeah, he was murderous, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Murderous. I really enjoyed like the kind of mini awakening that he reprogrammed him to have like a heuristic processor so he could learn and and like become semi sentient. That shit was fresh because yeah. And he yeah. was like, it's based on the murder bot plus care bot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm the nursing droid. Yeah. <laughs> nursing sounds so innocent, the most doesn't it? Murderous nursing droid ever. Oh, man. He was so dope. Uh, and especially like that really. Taika Waititi directed that mm-hmm. last episode. And I, I find it funny that he always has. Not That's always, why all the comedy hit so good. Yeah. And a lot of times he has these really dope characters that are just side characters that are kind of clutch and crucial to sort of like the development of the hero. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's pretty cool. He, he was pretty good. Uh, amazing guest stars. Bill Burr was hilarious. Like, yeah. Clancy Brown was in there. Um, yeah. Richard Ayoade, he played another droid, the droid from the um the uh from the Prison Break episode. Mm. That droid is played by Richard Ayoade. So that was it, it, I. I really liked it. I'm looking forward to wherever it is that they go with this. I'm on board. That was fun. Yeah, that was definitely a, a good watch. Look, yeah. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure what the supplementary story is that they're going to build off of uh, in season two, but it'll definitely be interesting to watch the uh, who's what's the name of it? I don't remember the name of the main guy, bad guy. It's been so long, but um. The dude uh, with the with the void sword. That yeah, shit's gonna be um, stupid. I can't Gustavo, wait to see how's he fight. Uh, 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 now what's his character name? Uh, I don't remember his character yeah. name. I just remember the Giancarlo Esposito, the actor's yeah, name. Gustavo Fring was his character's yeah, name. Yeah, from fucking that other one. But, um, but, but yeah, I can't wait to see like how how do you fight that, my G? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that he, <laughs> he he knows how to to deal with blaster fire. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that'll cut through Beskar, which is I would think the Beskar. Beskar Steel, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that looks like it'll cut through Beskar. So he probably. I don't know if you're gonna melee that dude. You're gonna have to come up with something Mm-mm. else. So sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> I'm yeah. excited, man. Show me, show me, show me. Yeah, I I have a lot of faith in them. They did a good job. Um. I was a little bit. I I was not so enthralled with episodes six, seven, eight, and eight probably. And but it nine and ten were epi- was episode. I think it was only it was only eight episodes. You sure it was eight? Or it wasn't ten? No, nah, it was eight episodes. Let me double check. But um, I just finished it. But yeah, because uh, the the prison break episode was episode five. The finale was two episodes. So was it just six and seven? Yeah, it's eight episodes. The um uh uh episode six was the prisoner, and uh, episode seven was the sin. I'm sorry, episode yeah six was the prisoner. Episode seven was the reckoning, and episode eight redemption. A lot of the dang, I, I guess it's because I watched a lot of them in succession. Because I'm trying to, it, it's really difficult for me to break down like, oh, this was between these episodes because I just remember there was like a three episode streak where I was like, all right, I see. 
wasn't exactly it, i wasn't compelling like the, the there was a couple episodes like the one where uh the mud hoof the big fucking uh pack animal yeah was attacking them and baby yoda saves them mm-hmm. that episode was mostly wasted mm-hmm. i don't remember very much else that was going on in that episode other than that was a, a key section of it but that was actually earlier on i think that was like episode three yeah that's but yeah it had a couple of dry spots like it, overall i definitely enjoyed it but i hope that they they're a little bit more consistent with the episode quality in the next season because that's so i had definitely left that 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 first season with that impression of course it's been a while since i watched it so it's hard for me to pick out the individual details but nah it, i i'm pretty sure that given the feedback they've got they're going to come up with something interesting. I just hope they don't overdo the Baby Yoda thing. <laughs> I hear some people are obsessed with Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's like, come on, that's just low-hanging fruit. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man, mascot sell. Merchandising. <laughs> but yeah, um, <clears throat> you saw the Dave Chappelle 30-minute special he did? Yes, I did. Very necessary. Yeah, yeah, that was and, and amazing. I really appreciate him for that. I really appreciate him for acknowledging that his platform is large enough for him to take 30 minutes and do that without losing any social capital. You know what I mean? Like, it's necessary. Especially because he gives great perspective. Absolutely. I love that he shouted out Christopher Dorner Mm -hmm. because they love to point people out as crazy. They never want to listen to why you're doing the things you do. Like, yes, it is wrong to go out and murder people. But to, to say that there's absolutely nothing in this world that would incite you to do something unreasonable. It's just dismissive and ignorant. And it causes people to live in this delusion that, you know, everyone else is crazy. And it's not, you know, Christopher Dorner made a very concerted effort to, to achieve an end that I don't think is universally acceptable, but is understandable to say that you can understand one's actions is not, you know, complicity in their actions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I love that he gave some perspective to that. Absolutely. I thought that that was super important because it gave a lot of context to the air of what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Like, do you see what this individual has done? You've now pushed it to thousands of people. What more do you want? And my favorite part about that whole thing was when he pointed out that they understand, you know what I'm saying? Because the reason why they had 400 people go down on, on Christopher Dorner like that is because he killed one of their own. So yeah. they, that was the, like the big point of the whole speech that he made about Dorner. And like, that's my thing that I want people to, they understand exactly what it is that they're doing. That is why we can't like, let them like use their, their bullshit tactics to weasel out of this shit. Like, mm-hmm. no, this is, and I mean, like, I, I really appreciate it's gonna be it, a long so. hard fight and we're gonna for have sure. to take it that's why i don't for give sure, a fuck sure. who the president <laughs> is because guess what the republicans have already said that they won't allow the fucking democrats to take uh qualified immunity off the table which qualified immunity if you don't know is the is the policy that permits uh all of the police to to pretty much have a license to kill Qualified immunity means that they are immune from the prosecution of homicide in the act of their job. They are qualified to be immune from the law. And that's that has to go. Yep. No that has to go. I will not vote for anyone who is unwilling to, 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 to make a concerted effort to change that law. Guaranteed. I don't give a fuck who you are, 
locally, nationally, if you are unwilling to put effort into removing that, then I don't believe that you have the life of me and my son in, in, in your mind. And so I'm not going to vote for you, which means I will not vote for Biden. So everybody out there who can hear this that is really disappointed in anyone who's not willing to vote for Biden, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Genuinely and sincerely go fuck yourself. <laughs> with the largest thing you can find in your room because the fact of the matter is is that that motherfucker will not change the propensity of motherfuckers to try to lynch me it won't it won't stop the police from having immunity from murdering me so i don't care i don't care i don't give a shit like and i hope that you feel bad asking me to fucking care so fervently about something that doesn't impact something that genuinely will kill me. Like we got to start taking a stand and saying, Hey, we're not going to fucking play the game of, Hey, but you can get some economic relief. Joe Biden would have given you another $1,200 check. <laughs> go, go, go fuck yourself. I don't care. I want the person who's going to take a stand against the murderous white supremacist organization that has weaseled its way into every major American city. And any white person who values their privilege over the right of people to be able to at least exist in the streets without being murdered, you can go fuck yourself. Enjoy your privilege while it lasts. Because guess what? You cannot keep putting people in the position of having to worry about their life whenever they go outside their homes. Mm -hmm. You just can't keep doing that. And I won't support anyone who does not avidly take a stance against that. Period. Yeah, let's defund in the goal of abolition. I believe in steps. I, listen, <laughs> I don't know how ready this country is for a revolution. I don't know how ready communities are to take their public safety into their own hands. And so I will I will accept defunding only as a route to abolition. I'm not saying we got to abolish the police today. But I do not believe that that organization has the, has it's not an agile enough organization to exist into the future. It doesn't change readily enough to accommodate for current understandings of humans and reality to be okay in the future. And so I just, I, I know I kind of went off on a tangent there, but Dave Chappelle really did a great job of putting context to why those things that I just said were so fucking important. But yeah, um, <laughs> Moving on from that, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to turn that into the politics section, but um, <laughs> I I watched uh, Yvonne Orji's uh, stand up special. Nice. How okay, was it was actually pretty good. She does these, um, and, and I don't want to be pejorative. Actually, I love Yvonne Orji. She plays my favorite character in Secure, and so I want to, I want to be respectful of how I, I put about it. But she does a very typical style, um, first generation immigrant comedy. Where, you know, you make fun of your parents because that shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> the amount of tragedy it takes for someone to go from a foreign country, come to America and think you're going to raise your child the same way you were raised in your... your the tragedy is so high, you have to laugh at it. <laughs> because you know it doesn't work. No, you cannot no. raise... You cannot raise your child in America with the ideals of any other country. Just throw that shit out the fucking window. 
And so, you know, she she has comedy that appeals to that general sensibility and and plays in a lot of those tropes. And so it was good. It was good for it. Is It was very well produced. I loved how she mixed in um, clips from her her trip back to Nigeria uh, into oh, into. Cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was very well done. Like she had, you know, she showed how the stand up that she was doing was directly derived derivative of her life. And that's that cool. I love to see. Yeah. Can't get mad at that. And so that. that was really well done. And so I enjoyed her stand-up. Definitely check that out if you can. But I also did catch the remainder of Insecure into the finale, which aired tonight, which was crazy. Um, <laughs> yo, the shit got me. It just shit got me. Dude. It was. It's a good show. It's I a mean, good show. It's know. a good. Like if you have any penchant towards drama, <laughs> like if you can, if you can consume drama and not hate yourself for doing so, it's a great, great show to watch. It really is. And so. um Man, um, I'll make one comment towards the the finale um, before I make my other comments because I'm not going to lamp on it for too long. But they they definitely try to work in um, postpartum depression as a theme. I think it missed, but I can't. I was notified by by a higher authority, <clears throat> Carolina, that I'm not allowed to talk about that because <laughs> I have an insensitive view, which I respect and understand. So I just didn't find that storyline to be well represented, I will say. And then I'll move on. Um, man, um, spoiler alert. So <laughs> if you wa- if I've gotten you to watch the show or if you've watched the show prior to listening to this, um, I'm talking to you, Crystal. Just don't. If you haven't watched the finale, don't listen. Like skip a couple of minutes. But I'm about to start spoiling some shit because this nigga, niggas alert. is wild, yo. Mega spoiler. Niggas alert. is wild, yo. Um. So so Lawrence, who is your resident fuckboy of the series, um, <laughs> this nigga finally gets his shit together. Finally gets the job over in San Fran that he's been wanting the tech job. Blah blah blah. Okay, moving on up. Come to find out this nigga's dick game was super loosey-goosey and Condola's pregnant. Ooh. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Now, I not being oops. on Team Lawrence. That was an oops. Is, oh, it was a huge oops. But um, I'm not typically on Team Lawrence, but I he did technically make that mistake. Way before he got his shit together. <laughs> it's just coming back to bite him now. So I'm going to shoot my man some bail. Oh, that's funny. I'm gonna shoot Lawrence some bail on this one and say, "Hey, you gotta roll with this one." That was just First bad of all, timing, bro. That it's was just you. generally bad taste to 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 look at a child in any capacity or think about a child in any capacity negatively like that. You know what I mean? Like, you just gotta move past it. Like, right, whether right. it was on purpose, whether it was by accident, the child is baking and the the woman has decided to keep it. So you every you can't <laughs> yeah you can't you, you can't even like look at it in a negative light so it's too late I'm, I, exactly it's that's too a foregone conclusion there's a baby involved now so you got to think positively so i'm gonna shoot my man the bell and based on let's see how he fucks it up now <laughs> because i'm i'm i am confident that he will find a way to fuck this up right there's this thing like is not father new, material based on the character fuck ups now yeah and I'm a huge fan of letting people fuck up before you judge them. Right. I'm just so sure, confident that sure. they'll fuck up that I have sure. no problem with judging. I'm the so. same way too. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd rather allow you to cross the line because when you absolutely, cross the line, I fortified I myself. I'm not scared justified. of you crossing the yeah, line. Yeah, I am sure. completely prepared for you to cross that line. 
it's whatever fact, line it's it much is. more preferable for you to cross the line because then if I you know. don't cross the cross the line then I can't <laughs> then really I look like, like an asshole because yeah. I'm prepared over here yeah, exactly <laughs> then I look like I'm being a dick and I'm waiting or hoping that you fail which is not true I'm just expecting you to fail but that's just because I've seen you fail so many times before yeah it's man it's not me and so uh it, it, I mentioned like I'm actually I'm very much looking forward to season five. Like, <laughs> like I wonder if like they That's really lit. think that people don't fuck with this That's because lit. if they got me, oh my god, nigga, what? Oh, nah, they know. I'm a hard catch. They know. They know. They got. I was watching this that shit video. Must have blowed with, up. Um, oh, I don't remember her name. Uh, her last name is Pratt, but she recently just had a guest spot on Insecure, and they were talking about it, and she was like, "Yo." I was I wasn't sure if I should post whether or not that I was gonna be on it, but like it just blew up because everybody just fucks with that show so much. So, nah, they they know what they got. You know what I'm saying they know they got a dope product. God, and, and you know I hope that if I if ever the people who I talk about hear me talk about them, which I highly doubt, but if they ever do, I hope that they have picked up over time that the worse I talk about you is the more I fuck with you. <laughs> I'm not sure everyone views that as the best. It's not. It's <laughs> not. And it, it, it is not a normal thing. It's not a normal thing at all. But I'm only, like, if I don't fuck with you, I just won't talk about you. Right. Like, why would I bring sense. you up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, when I'm so critical of Issa's character and all that stuff, it's because I, I, I love the show. I do genuinely like see you shine. And not even just that. Like, it's just a testament to how engrossed she's got me into the character. Like, if the character wasn't well done, and trust me, we were about to get to some shit that I that was a a swing and a miss. (laughs) The characters did not just didn't connect at all to me. But um it's a testament to how much she she's really created a world. Because it's not just the characters. There's shit happening in the in the like. There's consistently a show in the background that they keep on watching, which is about an old slave woman who falls in love with the slave master, and they're having a sexual relationship. Whoa. And then there's like the 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 slaves like like other slave counterpart who likes her sleeps with the white it's like a big it's like a whole show in the background that's, that's going the, on that's some Quentin tarantino shit yeah um there's a newscast for so it's fucking hilarious throughout the course of these episodes you piece it together and the police are looking for a girl named latoya mm-hmm. but they keep on misreading it as toyota and Whoa. so they keep posting a picture of a green Toyota they're looking for. And the people in the press conference are like, no, you're looking <laughs> for my Latoya. sister, Latoya. Oh, my That's God. That funny. shit is fucking hilarious, bro. But, um, yeah, it's just like, that's what I'm saying. Like, she built a world of shit happening around it that is also very enthralling and fun. You know what I mean? And so, um. It does. It takes place in our neighborhood, which is really awesome. Like, <laughs> it takes place That's around weird. here, like not directly in our neighborhood, but around right, here, right. like within the two miles, yeah, of, of where we of where we record at. And so it's it's super relatable in that sense. Um, but yeah, it, the finale was great. The characters are wild. Molly, Molly's my personal favorite character. I really appreciate her as somebody who who, who I continually say is growing. And she's growing by shedding all of these long-held shibboleths that you gain through being raised in a certain culture. 
and she's shedding them. But unfortunately, she's not shedding them fast enough to keep her relationships. And so, like, it sucks because I, I saw it happen. And, and that's why I kind of didn't like the postpartum storyline because it wasn't built up well. Not the way, like, Molly's story, like, Molly's storyline with, with her current boyfriend was built up in such a way that you saw over the, the trajectory of their relationship that there were certain areas that she was neglecting him in that were going to come back to bite her in the ass. Okay. And it was it was really well portrayed, and, and it came to the head in this episode. And so her character ended up breaking up with, with her boyfriend. But um, I feel like like her character more than any other character feels like this is a learning point for her you know what i mean yeah and so it's time yeah to do better i really like i i fucking like i would definitely have to say if if all of the individual characters were were set up in teams i would have to say i'm fucking with um team molly squared because yo, there was an episode where Molly took Molly, and it was a rap, and so we called her Molly Squared. Yeah. Molly on Molly. Yeah, but um, yeah, the season finale, it got a lot of heat in the Twitterverse. For what? Um, because the significant portion of the episode was dedicated to that storyline that I that I said I was insensitive towards. Oh, okay. and so. It just, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's not because Amanda Seals' character didn't do her job. Cause I watched the, the wind down, which is what they call their wrap up after each episode. Mm-hmm. That shit was, it's, I'm not gonna find this kind of cute. But, um, <laughs> um, Amanda Seals was explaining like how she was trying to put little nuance into her, her depiction over time and so forth. But, um, from what I understand, she didn't have a good, I mean, and I'm gonna straight up turn this into a gossip rag for about a minute and 30 seconds, but, there was a few months ago they were invited to a party from what i understand and the whole cast was invited except for her the whole cast received individual invites except for her so it's not like they said the incident but her knowing the whole cast i guess just showed up thinking that it was a casting since everyone got an invitation yeah they didn't let her in it was a thing she turned up. Right I would have turned up for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then, not for nothing. I love Amanda Seals. I just know yeah, that Amanda she Seals doesn't fucking dope. fuck with me. Trust me, Amanda Seals will not fuck with niggas like me. That's for sure. And so <laughs> I, I respect her from a distance. I appreciate watching her and so forth. But from what I saw from that particular interchange, she turned up a little bit. Rightfully so. Absolutely. I agree. And so she kind of got stigmatized. And so I don't know if she's going to be on the season next season even. Mm. So uh, I don't know if it was. stigmatized, I'm going to say blackballed. You feel think? Me? I don't know, man. That's hella. That is hella justified. Anybody that doesn't understand why. Okay, I work with 10 people in, in an office. At least. All 10 of them people got At invited least. to something that we're all equally involved in. And I didn't. <laughs> So how am I not supposed to look that as a personal slight on me? It, especially if I showed up and they're trying to kick me out. You and the worst saying? part is I think Lawrence's character tried to get her in and some shit. And... Yeah, which is what, what I would expect. Like, oh, oh, you work on the show. For sure. Let's go. So there but must then, be some sort of But then he pulls reason. his fuckboy move and he's like, <laughs> slide it on out and just went in without her. And... 
oh, uh, apparently I can't do that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That type of shit. That part. Uh, you watch your own. I see you later. So yeah, nah, which I, which I, sucks I, I because nah, Amanda Seals is a strong Caribbean true. woman, and it is what it is, and that's why that's one of the biggest things I appreciate about her. Yeah, is she's that, been talking a lot of truth lately. Like I yes. with Amanda Seals. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't really. She just sort of popped up on my feed recently because of everything that's going on, and she's been like mm-hmm. talking about it and shit. And so that's why, like, I, I really feel like she's a genuine person. So Absolutely. When, and that's one the of the first time I'm hearing about Listen, I fought Amanda Seals for so, like three years now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just, I, Feels I, like I feel setup, like bro. she's, she's Feels like a setup. Yeah. Like, I fuck with her a lot. You know what I mean? Like, she nah. she's she has her head on her shoulders. Yeah. She's dedicated to being honest. And that's precisely because no one's ever always right, but she's that's always honest. Right there. And so I could watch her and I can enjoy her comedy because she also has the same sensibilities as us. Like there's certain things that aren't fucking funny. Yeah. There's certain things that you just shouldn't joke about with people. And I respect anybody who has those kind of sensibilities, you know what I mean? And so yeah, it, it it just sucked that she there was some kind of tension yeah. or friction between it's them. Too and, real for Hollywood, bro. And oh, for sure, too that's what real I'm saying. For Hollywood, did, didn't you hear what I just said? She has a dedication to being honest. Too real for Hollywood. You can't be you in, like in Hollywood with a dedication There's to being an honest. Executive on that show that does not like her. That's what I. That's my personal opinion based on the limited information that I have. And about mind you, this is all gossip. I have no fucking idea what I'm talking yeah. about. By the way, none whatsoever. Yeah, like I genuinely I like don't I know what the fuck I'm talking that about. Disclaimer, but no, nah, it feels like somebody's hating on her because she's been talking way too much truth recently. Real shit though. Um, but yeah, so insecure finale, awesome. Check it out. Um, I hope that you guys enjoy it as much as I did. Um, shout out to Easter Ray, man. I've, yeah. I've like, I mean, I doubt I love watching Insecure because I'm not really a fan of like dramas like that. Like, I, don't, I generally don't watch stuff like that. Yo, like, you know can I just I'm say, like I, and 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 pause. I don't make these kind of comments a lot, but I'm tipsy as shit, so I just want to make a point. <laughs> Yo, I love fucking how Issa does her hair. Pause. Uh, Yo, Issa takes her natural hair. And and the way she does it without like straightening it and doing all that shit, I fucking really appreciate that shit. Yeah, it's really it, it's really a beautiful style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to give her because then you have the complete polar opposite opposite in Yvonne's character who she you know what I mean? She's she got her extensions, her weave, whatever. Like her hair is never her own; it is always purchased. You know what I mean? And so to <laughs> see that contrasted with Issa's ability to style her hair, her natural hair. I really do appreciate that. And I just wanted to point that out because I see it all the time. I think I've made a Carolina uncomfortable with the amount of times that I've mentioned it. So it's just something that stuck out to me. Yeah. I appreciate Issa's like not only um, creativity, not only her ability as a creator, but also her drive. You know what I'm saying? And like to be able to create all these other shows, she got her hand in a lot of pots right now. So to be able to do all that like successfully and still maintain your creative you know drive who she and stuff reminds like that? me of? I appreciate that you know, as a creator you know who she reminds me of hmm. tyler the creator just just the way. breath and width of their of their talent yeah like she can write she can produce she can direct she yeah. can act she can rap you know what i mean like yeah. just the breath and width of her talents remind me a lot of tyler the creator but that's just me um they've worked sure, i think they uh it's lit yeah um there's there's a lot going on in that show and i really love how it's a black oriented show that's showing that 
this is very much entertaining. We um, can produce this without being overly hyper ghetto. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm really proud of them for having five seasons. Like, that is a huge accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Especially on, like, HBO. But, like, I mean, I'm, I grew up with Martin and Fresh Prince, so I'm used to black shows having a lot of seasons. But that's a different type of black show, I guess. Yeah. And in this day and age, it's still very, very difficult for a show it's to It's probably rarer today it than it was when pilot. we grew up, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not sure how, but I know it's 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 hard to get a show past the pilot, much less to do five consistent seasons that people still fuck with. So, mm-hmm. um, and especially because it's HBO, that's not no little thing. You know what I'm saying? HBO is a big company. That's 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 the same people that did Chernobyl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, shout out to Issa Rae, man. You're doing big things right now. You yeah, and I wanted to shoot her some flowers work. because I spent the last two episodes kind of like being hypercritical of her character. <laughs> but I ho- I was trying to balance it out with saying how much I enjoyed the show as a production and stuff. But um, I don't want to like... I, I personally carry the burden of over-relating and over-empathizing with fictional characters. And so I tend to come off a little heavy-handed with that. But the show is really, really very good. But... um. I finally saw Us. Nice. Which. What's there? Uh. Not my favorite. I want to come. I'm. I'm just going to compare it to Get Out, not to the whole horror genre, because I'm not even well enough versed in horror to really give it an adequate um comparison. Okay. But in comparison to 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 Get Out, I would give it a solid, probably three out of five stars. Solid sixty percent. Um, the there was too much left for my imagination for me to enjoy it. Yeah, because I don't have a horror imagination, and so like spoiler alert, I'm just gonna talk about the shit. Um, <laughs> like the untethered, I didn't quite understand how they came into being. Yeah. Like, does every person born have an untethered? And did they just pop up in those underground tunnels? And what were those underground tunnels allegorical for? And why, how did... If she... How did the the untethered who came into reality... How did she have a child with someone in reality? And if untethered or... If untethered can have babies like that... It's just way too many questions <laughs> for me. Like it just it didn't stand That's to silly. reason how things came into existence. Yeah. There wasn't enough world building for me to really feel like this was an, a conflict worth because it was a major conflict. Evidently, yeah. this shit was being planned for fucking decades. Yeah. And it was, was like the like, whole uh, of the United States, or at least, or probably maybe the world. I'm not sure, but I think it was all across America. Though. Definitely all across America. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty much the same. I really like the first half of of us, but once like sort of the mass killing of everyone started happening, I was just more confused than anything. Pretty much, <laughs> I was like, "What's happening?" What Very confused. Do I what do what I didn't like seeing Winston Duke playing American. I like I like seeing him playing <laughs> a foreigner. Like fuck that. Like represent the people who I appreciate, please. <laughs> I'm just just me being an asshole. <laughs> But um, Winston Duke's character just wasn't the... I mean, he was a good character. He played his character well, but eh, I, I didn't enjoy us very much. Yeah, I was I was more confused than anything towards the second yeah. movie. Now, maybe if with a good detailed explanation video, it might come together a lot more for me, but I just it didn't the first watch through. 
I watched a couple of like YouTube movie, YouTube videos on it and stuff about it, but most of them really only talked about like his inspirations and sort of like a lot of the homages that he did. Jesus Christ! Like, we really... tried to watch a video about like the references and yeah. it. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> he clearly put a lot of thought into every fucking scene. Jesus, man. <laughs> It was just overwhelming. Like, the guy was talking about all of the references in every scene sequentially, and there's hundreds. Yeah, there's a ton for sure. I didn't want to watch that. (laughs) I didn't know what I was getting into. Because I didn't realize, like, how painstakingly he built every single one of those scenes in that movie. Which is one of the reasons why I tried to desperately like it. Because it was like... He clearly put time and effort into this. You know what I mean? So, obviously, there's something there. And I'm the one who's missing it. But in the end, it just didn't come together for me. Same. And and it's okay. I don't think it speaks poorly on him. Hmm. I don't think it speaks poorly on the movie. I'm still going to see his next one. Absolutely. Without question. Mm -hmm. And I hope John Boyega's in it. Hell yeah. What? Man... I call him uh, 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 a waffle color negro all you want. <laughs> I understand he doesn't. He's not from the streets, That's but insane. he supports Black Lives, and yeah. so I, I support him even more than I would say Keegan. To be honest, Keegan's been real quiet about this shit, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to call Keegan out. <laughs> sit, yeah, in, sit in your house with remember, your white wife yeah, and enjoy. Because you also remember that you're the one that said that celebrities should, yeah, be should have the right to, to 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 not engage. And I do like Dave's point that he was just like, and the nah, same thing Dave said. Dave yeah, said I choose to talk about this. Yeah, the streets is talking. Don't know why you fuck with right Rule things. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. Thank you for taking shots at Ja Rule for no reason. <laughs> Fuck what Ja Rule thinks. Straight up. Uh, poor Ja Rule's like, what did I do? I know. Damn, nigga, straight shot. The fire Festival, Ja Rule. Uh, That's baby. what you did. This is your penance. That shit was hilarious. But yeah, so th- that was us. Um, I saw The Five Bloods. How was that? Chadwick Boseman was in that movie. Right? Chadwick Boseman was in it, gave a great performance because he doesn't know how to not be passionate. And so he gave a great fucking passionate performance. He pl- and he played a dead man passing on the legacy of Black Pride. I mean, come on. Hilarious. Yo, like, Hilarious. how could, yeah, of course Chadwick Boseman no, killed Chadwick it. Chadwick Boseman's got the most interesting niche in Hollywood, bro. The best. <laughs> are you kidding me, nigga? I'm the zeitgeist of Black Power oh, in Hollywood. Shit. Yo, that is cleanly the I'm best job the in Hollywood. Linchpin of every black inspirational character in Hollywood right now. That's I'm not mad at it. No, I'm just dope. disappointed that the surrounding. You know what it was first? Like in the movie, it's about. I'm just gonna give the the story breakdown because it's a waste of time to watch the whole movie. Um, now and and I don't say that because I want to shoot down the Spike Lee joint. It's just that the movie was like two and a half hours. That's a long movie. Um. And just I the the performances weren't relatable, but um the the story was very good. I like the general story. I just didn't connect to almost any of the performances, Ooh. and and it wasn't because they were poorly casted; they were poorly acted. Ooh. They're older actors, and. Like there was one guy who had a who had PTSD, and just 
the extremes. Now, it it could be that I personally don't have enough ex- experience with the with it to to adequate. I just didn't connect to that performance because I do actually know people with PTSD, and I just the way it was portrayed, like. I don't know anyone, any black man with PTSD, which everyone who I know with PTSD is black, who then runs into the arms of Trump. Like, it was weird. Like, he made that kind of connection. That was a central figure of of his character. It was part of his introduction. It was, he wore a Make America Great Again hat, and it was just, it was just jarring. And it was, it, it didn't seem, it didn't enrich the storyline any. Like, it did set a certain separation between him and the group. Okay. But at the same time, it just, I didn't like it. (laughs) I didn't like it. It wasn't wasn't necessary. And I just didn't like the acting in the movie, honestly. And these are all very popular black actors. There was some shoehorn storyline about this French mind diffuser that was mu- mu- oh, mixed in fucking stupid <sighs> and i like spike i fuck with spike hard my g damn but you like you can't like it felt like he tried to shoot it with the same direction as school days yeah but this damn. was like about niggas in the jungle retrieving gold and it was you just it didn't work the way he put it together. But this is what I mean by like I could not like your characters and still hate your shit. Like it's not like insecure <laughs> is like oh I just don't like the characters, but I'm gonna needlessly big up the show because I don't want to. No, no, I promise you I won't do that. And this is an example. I'm sorry, Spike, but what the fuck is this shit? Like, I don't... This was not directed properly. The the, the Vietnamese actors in this were fucking terrible. Terrible bad, bro. Like, just wasn't good. Like, why? Because you have these famous black actors trying their damnedest not to ham it up and put on a decent performance. Shout out to Delroy Lindo. He, he was the one who fucking i was like come really? on man oh no it just was a bad role it was a bad role damn he's usually so good yeah that's what i'm saying but he's a very good actor but it just was not a good role for him otis was robert downey jr uh otis hold on, i think it was robert downey jr yeah. um, otis was robert townsend Oh, Clark Peters is, is Otis. Clark Peters. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did I just conflate all three of those black men? I'm the yeah. worst. Robert Downey Jr. is very not black, by the way. <laughs> not Robert Downey Jr. Robert Townsend is what I meant to say. Oh, he does look a lot like Robert Townsend. But Clark Peters is dope. He, yeah, he his, his performance was pretty good, but was kind of ancillary. Like it, I loved him in the world. His character was a main character, but his performance... Felt like he was a side character, uh, which was just like uh, too good for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like you, like you were the uh, probably the main protagonist <laughs> because it was it wasn't re- it wasn't your typical. That's another thing that was actually a upside was that it was not your traditionally uh, structured story. 
It was not traditionally structured whatsoever. Um, you know, spoiler alert, everyone dies. You know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. it had that feel like you knew tragedy was coming to everyone slowly but surely type of thing. But at the right. same time, it's just like, all of this is real stupid. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Is, what, like, all right, is there any, like, redeemable part? What's the redeemable parts about the movie? Um, and is there any part of the movie you did like? Yeah, the general story was very good. Okay. Like, after you watch the whole thing and, and, and you reflect on the story as a whole, the story wasn't the problem. They had a good story to tell. Damn, it was really just the performances? I don't know if they were miscasted because they're all good actors. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, Clark Peters is one of my favorite one from of The, the Wire. Uh, so the, there's there's four bloods still alive. Chadwick Boseman plays the one that died. Um, spoiler alert. Paul killed him. Um, <laughs> I'm just ruining this shit. I don't give a fuck because it's just like... It's just like they they built it up. He built it up in the worst fucking way. Like even when I even when you found that out, you were more mad that you waited this long to find it out, right? Than the fact that that's what was what happened, that's and that's funny. why he was haunted by him this whole time. You know what I mean? Like it was more like nigga. It would have been better if you told us that in the beginning, and we had the dramatic <laughs> irony of him revealing that to the other guys before they died. Like, just why did you tell the story that way? Like, it was just bad. Like, that's not how you tell us. Sorry. I'm over <laughs> here yelling at Spike Lee on how to tell a good story. That's very presumptuous of me. But uh, it was just like, this uh, one was particularly done egregiously bad, and there was a clear opening to make a good story out of this. And it just required a... I don't know, like, was it because Spike's got yes men all around him and nobody was ready to tell him, like, you're making a mistake there. Do it right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's great. And no one can doubt his vision. He's amazing. But no one's perfect. He's a human being. I don't know if anyone ever checked, but Spike's still made of flesh and blood. So sometimes you need a nigga to tell you, hey, you're doing that fucking wrong. Because you might not be the best arbiter of your vision at every single fucking second in time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, it's good to know what your vision is, to be stalwart, to not take out any superfluous outside influence to dilute your 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 vision. I get all that. But sometimes you got to take outside input because someone is trying to tell you something for your best interest because they care about what you're doing. And I feel like sometimes people get to the spot where they won't take that. Like, like uh, shit bags on Game of Thrones writing staff. <laughs> they got too big for their own britches and stopped listening to what people's input had to say. And then they just kind of forgot what, what the whole situation was there. And so, and I feel like, like, I feel like this movie could have taken a much better direction if somebody would have said, hey, Spike, I don't think you're hitting the mark. And Spike was humble enough to say, all right, let me look at this from another angle. Because if someone who I trust is telling me I'm not hitting the mark, then shit, at least let me entertain what they're saying type of shit. Yeah. That's what this feels like to me. I guess that's why I'm so frustrated. Because, like, there was a clear, like, you could have told this story in a non-traditional structure and still rearranged it to be better, period. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, no, that was one of my main ones is that the mishandling of that. The mishandling of the of the revelation of Paul and and Norm was so disappointing because 
Chadwick Boseman built that character up to be like he built the perfect tool for them to utilize. Like Chadwick Boseman took this character and built it into exactly the image they needed it to be. Yeah. And all they had to do was situate that character into the story in the right way. <laughs> and that's where they just fumbled the ball. And it's like, he man. gave you the layup for them. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, he gave you the alley oop, the perfect yeah, alley oop. And you break the shit. And then she goes up yeah. into the stands. It's like, damn, bro. Yeah. But I, I love you, Spike. I'm still going to fucking support everything you do wholeheartedly. And, um, I just don't think that this one was. I, th- I I think this one was a miss in terms of uh of the execution. Just my my opinion, and it sucks because they were killing Maul on there. I mean, trust me, there's tons of reason to kill Maul on the JBP because <laughs> that nigga be that nigga be talking about how Trump helps people, and it's like yo nigga Trump might have helped one percent of America, and you're trying to big him up, you're trying to shoot him bail for that nigga. Shut the fuck up. But what I'm talking about is if they tried to kill him for saying the movie was bad. And the movie was genuinely probably right right up the alley of what he said it was. Like, I felt bad for him. <laughs> Social media was on that nigga's ass. That's funny. But yeah. Are you ready for your Twitter storm? I can't wait, man. I can't wait till <laughs> niggas think. I can't wait till niggas think enough about the dumb shit that I say to actually type into the computer about it. Like that shit's gonna blow my mind. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. That there's people out there who, because 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 I do it, but I do it with the with the appropriate state of mind of this is all stupid and and a, a useful waste of time. Like this people would be typing into that computer serious. Of course. That's just ridiculous. And not to say there's not serious things you could talk about on these platforms, but when you're addressing the shit that you listen to and the entertainment, that shit ain't serious. Um, but unfortunately, we've gotten through all of the entertaining topics, and uh, we're going to be moving off into the news and uh, current events as of late. There's some entertaining topics in here too. Um, we will start out with um. Did you hear the bullshit? Uh. Let's start out with the entertainment news. B. Simone and her comments about a nine to five. Oh, I I saw. I didn't hear this specifically. I just saw like a a headline about it. Well, the thing is, is that that I know I understand the sentiment she was giving forth, but the way she articulated it and the sentiment itself is pretty trash. Like, first of all, she's talking about how she wants a CEO type nigga. And she doesn't want someone who works a nine to five. And I wonder if she realizes that most CEOs work more than nine to five. So you're, what you're telling me is you want somebody who has no time for you. Because most CEOs don't have time for you. Much less somebody who doesn't understand the difference between working a nine to five and working on call 24 hours a day like most CEOs do. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. and it's a and 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 I only bring up her her comments to say that it comes from an uh, a supreme lack of understanding that I think is prevalent throughout a lot of the community because we don't have CEOs in our community. Our community doesn't have enough direct exposure to people in executive positions to know first of all how fucking hard it is to do that, right? And B what kind of lifestyle comes around with it? She thinks that she thinks that CEOs live rapper lifestyles where they just jet set around <laughs> the world, rap a couple of bars in the studio once a month, and then live out the rest of their life partying. That is not a fucking CEO, you dumb bitch. Like, why the fuck would you even say that? Like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, it's very frustrating because there's a ton of niggas who don't know how to make a living, like, who don't know how to go out and be an entrepreneur 
who are working very hard to still make a reasonable life for themselves. And while I personally won't do that, I am not going to shoot down the nigga who does because guess what? 99% of the services that you fucking consume are provided to you by niggas doing just that. So have a little respect for the people who reproduce your everyday life. You might not want to be with someone who does that, but have some fucking respect for them. Don't act like they're not worth being around. And then to come to find out that on the update of that stupid ass story, this bitch fucking literally copy and pasted her whole book. (laughs) You literally copy and pasted Uh, the work of a nine to five fucking writer. That's funny. Somebody who works their writing for a living. So come on. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna put yourself into the public sphere and and gain a following, have some respect for yourself. Because you just look crazy saying shit like that. Cause the rest of the trust me, no real man who's making a living off of his nine to five and providing for his family feels bad about it. They might feel bad about not achieving more of their own dreams, but they certainly do not feel bad about working to provide for their fucking family. So you could go kick rocks with that shit. But um and you got dumbass Meek Mills caping for her. Like, <laughs> black people got to stop canceling black people. Well, when black people do better, guess what? Black people won't have a reason to cancel black people. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to just, like, not throw shots at her. Because trust me, I'll throw shots at white people. Don't even get it twisted. But I ain't going to... I'm not going to hide my hands when I throw to, to throw rocks at a bitch who's out here trying, you know, half of the fucking public out there who's doing it you know what i mean like come on it's a huge subsection of people it's okay you don't have to fuck with them no one's except expecting you to but you don't have to disrespect them but yeah with that being said i'll move on from that because that was a, a pretty sideways topic did you see this bullshit about Kristen bell making a kid's book about purple people to try to teach people about difference yo i really <laughs> wish white women would learn to shut the fuck all the way up Perfect. Like white women just need to shut the fuck all the way up. Like what? Are, like what? Are, who are you helping by trying to add into this conversation outside of how you want to sacrifice your privilege to help bring equality for other people? You there's you don't need to write stories about purple people because we have real brown people who are being killed right now. There's no fictional story needed to teach children because I guess what. Those same little brown children you might be writing that book for have parents who are probably brown and who are telling them about what's happening. So you don't need to fictionalize it for them. They're living this shit. This is why white people need to learn to shut the fuck all the way up. Because sometimes your best intentions are fucking bad. And sometimes, sometimes when you know like this is just not an appropriate time, you save yourself from making stupid ass mistakes like that. It's just not the time, Kristen Bell. Not the time. <laughs> Save your purple emoji fucking uh, 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 children's picture books for another movement. But this one, not it. Not going to change the world with this. Um, you got Nikki being dragged for her whole bullshit with 6 9 <laughs> Rightfully so. And, and I heard a good take on it, which I really appreciated, which is she probably owed someone a favor. <laughs> Six nine is signed by probably one of the top five most powerful men in music industry's son. So, people who work with him are are pr- more than likely answering the call of a of a favor. 
they're not doing it because they they somehow feel some kind of allegiance to him or desire to work with him which okay i'll accept that you if you choose to be an industry whore of course you have to suck the biggest dick available to you i get it that's and and, and they i will regularly pride provide you with one. Too. Oh yeah 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 there's no shortage of, of industry dick to suck that's they for sure will regularly provide um, you with so one so if that's going to be the bail that we're shooting her right on but um it's just a shame because this nigga is about to ride that wave and this bullshit industry is going to provide him a platform to just spread more of his fucking his venom you know what i mean and it's like damn dude like i'm not saying i don't i don't give a shit how he how he makes money outside of the that the industry but go do that you know what i mean like stop propping up somebody in the industry who doesn't belong there and when i say he doesn't belong there it's not because of his demographics because he doesn't have many musical talent like if you're going to be part of the music industry i think there should be some bar of musical talent involved he doesn't have that and so why do the gatekeepers keep pushing him through the door you know what I mean? It's because he's perpetrating an image onto the people that they want. And let's just not consume it. Let's not drink the Kool-Aid on that one. You know what I mean? It's bad enough we listen to Future. But now you're going to listen to Takashi 69 That's funny. It, it, it's a bad time. It's a bad time in music when you're dealing with those kind of people. But there's not a whole lot of shit you can do about that. Um, oh, man. Looks like they're canceling Cops, Live PD. And, yeah, uh, I heard about that. Yeah. I think that that's great. Um, I talk uh, I talk a lot about the perpetration of black pain in media and how it's very irresponsible to repeat these images. Like I understand when something happens, you you need to to show it and you want it to be visceral and you want people to connect to it. But there has to be um, there has to be a, a a limit. There has to be some kind of boundary that's set to say okay. We're not going to show George Floyd's murder for months because all that does to goes to do is desensitize people to the image. We don't want to do that. Trust me. It's very visceral to black people all the time. Anytime you say, anytime you say, say Robert Fuller's name, it's visceral. The idea of being lynched and hung from a tree. You don't got to show it to us. I know exactly what it looked like. When you, you when you say to Maude Arbery's name, I don't have to see him fight for his life. It's very visceral. I know what it looks like. We don't need to perpetrate these images for white people to be desensitized to them. So let's just be mindful about it. And that's why I fully support the canceling of these shows, because it's just one way of us not perpetrating the image of black criminals into the minds of white people, because they then project that on to all of us even those of us who guess what aren't black criminals and so yeah i am fully in support of them canceling these shows it's you know something that we have as a society to need we need to deal with um until it becomes until there's some kind of healing done i mean it was just cherry-picked cop propaganda anyway absolutely I mean, was it cherry-picked? I mean, generally, that's what they did. Yes. They only showed you what they wanted you to see. But what else is there to see other than cops beating up on poor people? 
Oh, but it, I'm sure they didn't show you all the, the real parts of cops. Oh, the, oh, no, no, no. They destroyed the footage. Live PD destroyed footage of a man dying on on camera. That's what I mean. 100%. Cherry pick. But what kills me propaganda. is that the shit that they did show us wasn't much better. It's like, okay, you didn't show us the murder, but you showed them brutalizing black people. It is like, man, if that's what but you guys think is good them, propaganda, that's, normal. that's yes. crazy. To that's, them, that's normal. That's the crazy part. Like... <laughs> The fact that that's what they find is normal is that blows my that mind. That is the normal. That's what that they want bother to me all the time. The world. True, but yeah, I mean that just shows how sick our our society is. Is that that's that's good propaganda for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that shit problematic. <laughs> um, Billy Porter, and 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 I like Billy Porter. I think that he's a a very uh, he's a positive influence on the on the industry Obviously. at large, but. Somehow conflating the entire African American community with being anti LGBT, um, LGBTQIA, whatever, um, is just fundamentally flawed. It's not true, and it's dismissive of how pivotal the African American community has been in much of that struggle. There's a very good reason as to why how gay white men love black women. And it's because they are the strongest advocates for all people, period. Black women are the biggest advocates for all people, period. African-American men do what black women want. So to say that we are all overwhelmingly anti-LGBTQ dismisses the whole church. You know what I mean? Like the church is extremely like you ever seen the choir director? I'm just joking. But, um, (laughs) you know. There are places for for homosexual people, for for people of, of the transgender, um, um, non-binary persuasion. Like there's there's a place for them in the African American community. Just because we're not a monolith and everyone openly accepts them in the way that white liberals will lie about it, that's the part that fucking pisses me off. Is that the counterparts that they're comparing the African-American community to are lying to you. They don't accept you at all. And so for him to stick, for Billy Porter to stigmatize the African-American community at large as being not accepting of that cause, I think is is wrong. Um, I think it is an overgeneralization and it's just culturally inaccurate. And this is not the time for that. And it's not the time for that. Yeah, and then the analogies he further made behind that were ridiculous. Please, if you're interested, go find it on social like, media. If you're going to take uh, 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 time and attention away from the narrative that's happening right now and all the fucking change that people are fighting for, let it be something substantial. You feel me? Right on. Let it be something substantial. Stop all these people that are just pulling shit out of their ass and posting it on Twitter to get the hashtags of every of what's happening right now. Like, you guys look ridiculous, man. I need to chill with that shit yeah agreed but yeah um there's some other we're gonna try to not get too heavy today we're gonna just do some current event uh news topics and then we'll wrap it out um la uh atlanta pd chief um resigns in the wake of the most recent murder of rayshard um how do you feel about that like uh she was on the ground level. She was one of the ones. It's a, it's a petite white lady with short brown hair. 
Um, I don't know if you, I'm only describing her to say if you saw the video of her on the ground with the people, consoling people, hugging people, telling them to calm down. LAP, uh, Atlanta PD, I'm sorry, would never do this kind of stuff. They shoot a man dead in his, in his car and, or I'm sorry, they frighten a man out of his car and in his, in that interim time of, of, of him interacting with him, assail him, he fights back and then they kill him. Like, what? And then on top of that, why is it so hard? Like, w was there another reason? W were they trying? Was his? Did he have a warrant? Like, what was going on? And we'll find out later. You know what I mean? Like, they won't. They'll they'll string us along. Then they'll pop up this like, oh, they were serving a warrant. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I feel like that wasn't the case because you would have said that in the beginning. Like, no, he was sleeping in the car. They went to go to go ask him to leave, and then when they ran his name, they found out he had a warrant. They tried to serve him, and he fought back. No, that's not what happened because there's video there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they they never they always want to release some shit after the fact to try to paint the person in a certain light yeah. that just ain't, ain't ain't real. They want time to get their story together. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, it works on the white public. Like, I, it sucks because yeah. I used to work in Palos yeah, Verdes, and the amount of dumb shit <laughs> yeah, that does. I would hear them parrot out of the mainstream media <laughs> is amazing. Yeah, it does. Like it's it sucks, and so anyway police chief in atlanta just resigned so i wonder what that's gonna gonna mean i mean they're like without a police chief does that mean that the union takes over like the police union is the is probably the worst yeah the real the gems i like i don't even know what that means for them to have a police chief that resigns speaking of resigning did you hear that the hallandale swat team resigned because of uh political pressure about doing their jobs oh hallandale swat team yeah of course they're the fucking <laughs> biggest yo they are the jack boys by the way like no yeah. in hallandale if you get robbed it was the the swat team yeah that was the like issue. It, it, it was, was known um, since i was in high school that in hallandale the the police will rob you like they'll come without their gear on using the SWAT van and rob you and fucking flee your house and jump into a SWAT van like that shit was known yeah the um so the new there was a new legislator that got down there and started asking questions oh uh, angel jones replacement no 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 i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah they were like oh basically they were like wah they're saying that we're bad and we can't do it so we're not going to do our job because they're being mean and they're not allowing us to be yo my g that's, that's the like, long and short I, the, of the, the idea that the yo like the police are so fucking crazy that they can actually maintain the idea that if we criticize them about their job, they yeah. can just choose not to do it. Yeah, and that we're somehow going to be hurt by that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the, the fact that it matters is they still get paid. Like, that's the part that, like, what? Yeah. And then you, do you that's not understand this right is there. behavior worthy of defunding? Like, that's it's like, gig. what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the odds of getting suspended without pay as a cop is mad low you gotta is you gotta like be caught arming the bomb in order to do that you have shit. to wear your hood to work <laughs> bobby we told you stop doing that stop wearing the hood to work they're not supposed to know this on the outside yeah shit is crazy but yeah the, i i genuinely have no clue what that fucking means like police chiefs resign and they're just going to get replaced by another figurehead like is that even an opening for positive change? Is that can that be used 
to say, hey, maybe APD needs to be reformed in a major way, defunded in a major way. You know, what is, is she going to make a statement? You know what I mean? Like, did she resign so she can speak out against what's happening? Like, I'd be really interested to see. Just got to wait. Because I, I know her pension doesn't mature if she resigns. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> but yeah. So what else we got going on? Um, Man, I just want to point out um, the treatment of black mothers in this time is probably one of the most egregious things like if there is a hell to be paid if there's a place for you to go when you when you mistreat people unduly there's some there's some people that are lining up to get in there because the way that they treated brianna taylor's mother in this whole situation is is beyond disgusting beyond disgusting for them to put out a report on her death that says she had no injuries when she was shot eight times is beyond disrespectful. For her mother to not know that the police had her in the mortuary until two days after she was deceased is absurd. And I am implored by how little attention this is getting that is also absurd there is no reason why why george floyd's death should be overshadowing this we have enough outrage don't worry there's no shortage of it but brianna taylor's death was egregious enough to us be for us to be making a huge amount of 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 uh, stink about it not to mention that they 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 so flaccidly passed that bill with her name on it and still have not detained those police police officers Mm -hmm. just just it 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 brings me very close to that spot where i'm just like yo nigga i'm about to go get my guns and go to fucking the autonomous zone because this shit is out of control i just that should like i don't want to live in a place where where they do that to people and and this is the result. Like, they murdered that woman in her fucking bed with a no-knock warrant for a person who had already turned themselves in at the wrong location. If that isn't a insurmountable amount of negligence, then, then we're, you know... I, I don't feel obliged to ever call out my own negligence. I shouldn't be held accountable for any form of negligence, any form of not following the rules. If these motherfuckers can stack up that kind of negligence and not be held accountable. And this is why I will never, ever support somebody who will not take a full-throated stance on abolishing qualified immunity. Police are not infallible. They are generally bad people, and they need to be fucking reined in. They are all the things that they claim that we're calling them. They are that. And so let us treat them as such, because it is un, it's unfathomable that they, they did this to this woman. Like, come on, like where we got, trust me, if you dig deep enough, there's plenty of outrage to show in reference to this. 
There's absolutely zero accountability for men who murdered a woman in her sleep who was doing nothing but taking care of the fucking sick. They were probably mostly white. And so if you, if that's the kind of heartlessness we're dealing with, no, I ain't voting for Joe Biden. Nope. Nope. I'd rather withhold my vote and let the other nigga win so that he could fucking destroy the whole system. Because I there's no way for me to destroy the system. I've been disenfranchised. So you want to put me in a position to where my only active way of getting a change that could be for the positive is to abstain right on you made the system i didn't make the system i didn't choose to disenfranchise myself i chose not to participate in a corrupt system and you're not going to convince me that it's my fault that all of the bad things that happen because of the system that is perpetuated by many many other people other than myself and so yeah we need to get some justice for these for these people. And I honestly don't think that there's going to be much in the way of rest in the streets until that happens. But um, it looks like there was a, another autonomous zone set up in Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> hey, I love this shit, my G. I love this shit because I'm telling you, man, if they set up an autonomous zone in L.A., that would be crazy. Because, yo, the police got billions to fucking assault that shit. Can you imagine? Yes, do. But honestly, I think if the gangs of L.A. united just to say, hey, fucking truce till we get rid of the police, it'd be a wrap for the police. <laughs> I do think that. Yeah, there's enough of them. Because there's, I, yeah, I definitely think there's enough. There's enough impoverished people now who don't have livelihoods. We're willing to take up arms against the police. Like a LAPD would have a hard time with an autonomous zone out here, especially because they'd probably be able to mobilize the homeless people. <laughs> and that would be a problem for the LAPD. <laughs> that would be a huge problem. It might be a little hard to coordinate, though. It's not about coordinating. You ever seen that shit where they just release the fucking, you just release the random element into the troops and just capitalize on the insulin <laughs> chaos, my G? What? No, nah, I'm just joking. That's that'd be a terrible idea. But um, they're setting themselves up for it. If they're just gonna, because the demonstrations haven't really died down. Like I've been watching the 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 videos. They're, the people are still in the streets. Mm-hmm. These demonstrations are still hundreds and thousands large. So it, as long as that kind of pressure maintains, it'll be interesting to see what people choose to do in lieu of actual change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people keep protesting, nothing changed. People start doing other shit. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, I saw some stuff about companies that are moving to make Juneteenth a holiday, which I know Twitter did it. Um, a couple of other companies did it. It's a nice gesture. Um, if it becomes a national holiday, that would be appropriate. But um, absolutely, yeah. I mean, if we celebrate Fourth of July Independence from from England. Then why can't black people surprise, uh, 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 celebrate Juneteenth, the liberation from white people? Because we've never been liberated from white people. Let's keep it real. But anyway, um, yeah, it would be purely symbolic. I mean, reparation should probably come before that <laughs> if they really want to make some shit real. But we won't go there. Um, yeah. And Trump pulls a death clock. 
asked all of his follow uh the people who want to go to his rallies coming up to the election says they have to find a sign a an um yeah i guess it's not an nda but some form of waiver to say that if they get coronavirus it's on their own it's on their own I mean, I don't think any of those noobs would sue him anyway. I don't They'd think probably thank him or some stupid shit like that. They'd probably die and say it was time. asthma. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or you know what it is? They'd probably die of, of corona and gladly blame Democrats. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely Pelosi's Fucking fault. Obama wore a tan suit, so Damn. I got corona. Like, Not even Whatever, Chuck Schumer? Bro. Just nah, go straight to Obama? Go, for sure. Go for to sure. that fucking rally, bro. All y'all. If you're sick, definitely attend the rally. Feel me? Fuck the mask. He's not going to be wearing a mask. Why should you? Feel me? Real talk. Do your thing. Yeah, it's a generally uh, shitty situation to be in. But um, yeah, dude, like that that's literally an episode of Death Clock where all of the fans of their show had to sign over a waiver to they accept their death if, at the hands of Death Clock. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's lit- this nigga is literally a cartoon swim episode of a show like it's crazy but hey man he's the president so we got to take him seriously right (laughs) yeah i don't don't really like titles bro nah titles don't really mean nothing to me like that we ain't got no kings yeah no yeah president is just a word you feel me no that's just a word that y'all niggas say it means a whole lot of different things based on how you use it. So it's hard for me to contextualize what Context it actually means. Clues. Because mm-hmm. it's different when di- different people say it. Feel me? Y'all you know, expect different things from. It, it's quote, funny unquote, because presidents. growing up, they tell you about precedent. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, no. There's not a lot of rules that govern the presidency, but, you know, it's basically based on how the prior president carried himself. You know what I mean? So it should never get too far. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, you know, that's a great way of running a system. No, it's not. Nope. Set some laws for that nigga. Set, get a nigga some rules. Like, let's stop saying that the decency of human beings is going to preserve the fucking Clowns. nation. Because it's not. Clowns. You know what it is? It's because the decency of human beings can preserve the nations. However, we keep pretending like shitty people don't exist. What is that? You feel what me? Like, is you that? Keep pretending that shitbags don't exist. What there is that? that? Make a living specifically. I blame Twitter though. The lives I blame Twitter. No, I don't. Blame I, I, I don't blame Twitter either. I'm just joking. Long before no, 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 I'm just joking. But I, I, I only say that to point out when you give a voice to people who complain all the time, it's problematic. Yeah. Because there was a day like you know Theodore Roosevelt like called niggas out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Calvin Coolidge was a trust buster. Like, there was a time in American history where the politicians, the people who were the highest in the land, highest ranked politicians, called out the people under them. Aaron Burr shot a nigga. That's because... You um, know what I mean? A lot of people in politics prior to, like, the recent... Actually, Andrew Jackson shot a nigga. um, Aaron Burr took the bullet. (laughs) As a... With the exception to a lot of the more recent additions in politics, a lot of those dudes were like went to war they had to accomplish things and then they accomplished things and came back and then got into politics you're right but i don't want i i agree they accomplished things and at that time it was war i hope that there's other things that people can accomplish that can qualify them for, oh, the, yeah, for the presidency sure. i'm not like saying that the only but way yeah to you have to do something nigga war, you can't be saying, president bone spurs what i'm saying yeah exactly what i'm saying is uh, a lot of the previous leaders had experience in leading Mm. A lot of current leaders and they got it through leadership. So as long as like, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's but this. that's what that's what qualifies like Andrew Yang, I think, as 
when he was a presidential candidate, I, I considered him valid because of that. Like, he was a leader in many things mm -hmm. before he chose to try. Donald Trump, Donald Trump is a figurehead. Yep. Does any, oh, they you think America doesn't know the difference positions. between a figurehead and a leader? Of course they don't. Got it. Oh, that that says a lot. What? That's no, that says a lot. No, because to me it's very obvious. Like we were raised understanding the difference between a figurehead and a leader. We knew the difference between Churchill and the Queen. We knew the difference between you know what I mean, the figurehead and the person who was leading things on the ground when someone is when anything's getting done. But yeah, Americans don't get that, and so Donald Trump is a figurehead. He's not a leader. I mean, such yeah, that's true. Most most presidents are just figureheads, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like saying that the fucking ship sails by the fucking the mermaid on the mast. <laughs> mermaid on the mast has nothing to do with why that ship sails. I that's promise you. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty, cool. I think we had a good one here. We'll go ahead and sure. wrap it up on that. Don't forget to follow us on the social media at Home Heron. Catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. I'm going to leave you with these words. Time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Peace out. Take it easy.